Blink, blink, ding, bling. Ding, 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 Welcome to Hoya Podcast. Hi, Amy. How are you? Hi, Jackie. I'm great. Good. How are How's everyone out there? Oh, yes. How are all of you? Good. I hope everyone's okay. I know. I'm assuming that you're all saying great, but who really knows at this point? Um, everything, nothing is real anymore. Everything's backwards. Yep. It's strange. Nothing, nothing has felt normal. I have right. to keep touching things to make sure that, like, I'm in reality. Have you ever right. heard of that, like, type of, like, anytime you start to feel yourself disconnect from reality where you're just like, this is, like, too, I'm, like, having almost an out-of-body experience. They say, like, to just, like, do this tapping exercise where, like, you tap your face and, like, you tap, like, five things around you and it's just a way to, like, re connect with your environment <laughs> are you talking about dissociation like when, yeah, when somebody's having like kind just, of a ptsd experience yeah and you're starting to dissociate so you like reorient to where you're at yes <laughs> yes yeah that's what this whole last couple months have felt like months see who knows time isn't real anymore last couple of real. weeks uh it's been strange but you know what's you know what's been amazing you got married I did. <laughs> Jackie and Will got married, y'all, and they had to do it all alone in a courthouse. It's so awesome. It's actually yeah. cool as shit. I love it. Yeah, it was a uh, it was kind of a last minute thing. We've been kind of trying to plan a wedding, but it seems like maybe that could there might not that might not be possible. Who knows what's going to happen in the future and uh, at the same time, I've been at my job for a few months, and I've been so close to, like, getting uh, health insurance, <laughs> and now my hours are going down because of <laughs> the pandemic, and so that's kind of that kind of went out the window, and uh, it occurred to us that if I did get sick, it could destroy us financially. God. So we were like, all right, let's maybe just bump this up a little bit. So I did. I got married and and uh, went to a had to go to a courthouse in another state because everything's shut down in North Carolina. And we met with one person there. Shout out to Gerald. Yay, Gerald. Brought us into his office and uh, told us not to come near him. And he read us (laughs) vows. And and then we and then we went home. It was it was nice. Oh, it was so awesome. You guys, Jackie told me, because normally we uh, record on Fridays and today is Sunday. So uh, Jackie texted me on Thursday. She's like, hey, you know, is, is it okay if we record maybe like Sunday or Monday? I think Will and I are going to go get married tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, yes. Yes, it's fine. <laughs> and she looked beautiful. She looked oh, absolutely gorgeous. I loved her dress. Um so we're just, I'm just, we're so excited. <laughs> it's like I got married to the, we're a thruple now. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. No, I'm so excited. And what a, what an amazing story in a time of 
so much uncertainty and fear to hear, you know, about your your best friends getting married and just love is real, y'all. <laughs> I know. I know it's a hard time for everyone and I, you know, it, I don't want to I was telling you, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> it was nice. You are allowed to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> You are allowed, and we can talk about this. <laughs> yeah, it was it was nice. I'm excited. I can't, I can't wait till uh, we can actually celebrate with people. Yeah, I know. Did you and Will were you even able to kiss? <laughs> <laughs> we had just to, a nice handshake with gloves on. <laughs> we had a handshake with sticks. <laughs> Do the elbow bump. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you drove in separate cars. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> So yeah. that that's some good news, everyone. So make sure you say congrats to Jackie and Wheel. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, everyone. Now, let's do our stuff. And by our yes. stuff, I mean podcast stuff. Yes. Yes. Uh, what do we do? <laughs> um, well, um, we do shout outs. But before we get to that, I was also just telling Amy before we started recording that I realized that I think we only have about five after this, about five episodes left in season two. So I really want to do something special for that. Maybe an episode where we just kind of reflect on the season and, and talk about our favorite moments or uh, maybe favorite quotes, episodes, yeah. scenes, maybe favorite listener songs, favorite reviews. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Just like an overall, recap of season two or the last season because i'd like to continue doing that for sure for the many 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 more seasons we have to go (laughs) yeah maybe we could even give out like maybe we could even give out like little awards we could call them the hoies (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah we should do that (laughs) absolutely so i just got excited about that Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm that sounds like uh, a lot of fun. Uh, I guess, uh, shall we get into shout outs? Yes. Yes, All indeedy. Right. So real quick, I just want to say, Jackie, that we are 10 reviews on iTunes away from 200. Ooh! Can you effing believe? 200 reviews? 200, 200. reviews! <laughs> I mean, you know, all of those are not, you know, ones that people have like wrote a review but like have at least given a star rating to so that's absolutely incredible so thank you to all 190 of you who have reviewed that's amazing that's i mean that's almost as good as giving us money for the podcast i mean that's like so valuable valuable it it really is it most certainly is we really really appreciate it thank you so much so speaking of uh, iTunes reviews, let's. I'm going to go ahead and and grab one. So we've got one from J Dirty Ton, Ton, <laughs> <laughs> J Dirty Ton, Ton, whatever the fuck it is. Sorry. <laughs> Says these ladies are as hot as men. I don't know about that. Men is hot. Yeah, that's Men's... high praise. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And it just says very relaxing to have total control over another living thing. Keep up the great content. <laughs> Which I love that because that's when men, uh, it's the, the boy roses, also roses or something. And 
it's when Bobby gets into rose growing and he sees Min tending to her rose bush and she's like, yeah, I started doing it once my doctor cut off my Xanax prescription. That's right. <laughs> One of my favorite quotes from Min ever. God, that's right. And I have, I have two shout outs I want to do. One is also from iTunes and it's from Beardma. 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 And it says, Santi Andy. And the body says, this podcast is phenomenal. I'm so excited for the next episode about Santa Anna's leg. Y'all are the best part. And that's it. That's this episode. That's yes. That's what we're talking about this episode. This one. That's this one. So thank you, Beardma. <laughs> and my other shout out comes from Instagram. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this one. I did. From Jessica? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we got a message, I think, this past Monday from an Instagram person, (laughs) (laughs) a person who follows us on Instagram, named Jester Mester, aka their real name is Jessica. And they said, hi, Amy and Jackie, my name is Jessica, and I've been wanting to write and let you know how much I love the show. King of the Hill is my all-time fave and have watched countless times through the years. Not only do I love the breakdown of each episode, but I enjoy listening to you both talk about anything and everything. Good for you. I (laughs) We talk about too much. If you can do me a favor and give me a shout out for my birthday, March 30th, I will be turning 31. That would really make my Tuesday along with listening to, in my opinion, the best podcast out there. Thank (laughs) you and keep up the great work. Uh, Jessica. Yeah! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! And so this is coming out on Tuesday, so your birthday was yesterday. Mm -hmm. So happy, happy birthday. And 31 is very significant Mm -hmm. because it is the 10-year anniversary of turning 21. Mm -hmm. And the rule is you have to do the exact thing for your 31st birthday that you did for your 21st birthday. Oh, I don't know if that's possible, but <laughs> because you can't hit the house, but get ex- I, I just I like to make a big deal about that because people always think, oh, 30. So 31 is whatever. Really? You've spent the last 10 years. If if you're not drinking, then what else? What else can you do when you turn 21? Gamble? <laughs> um, no, because what you have to be 18 to gamble or or no, 21, right? think so yeah yeah because i think you have to be at least old enough to drink to go into i have i have no fucking clue but um 21 let's see you can't rent a car yet i don't know well i guess well i no matter what you're doing i hope you're having a wonderful birthday (laughs) right it doesn't matter because you're not turning 21 you're turning 31 so happy birthday (laughs) go out well you can't rent a car She can, well, I, I was like, yeah, she can. Duh, no. Right now. Well, whatever you do, make sure you wash your hands. Don't yes. touch your face. Yes. I, I would sing. A wonderful birthday. Yeah, I would sing happy birthday to you, but I think all of us are probably pretty sick of that song simply oh because God. we use it to count the 20 seconds. So I'll sing the one from Futurama. Um, wait. What day is today? It's Jessica's birthday. What a day for a birthday. Let's all have some cake. Yay! 
also happy birthday, Jessica. I hope you had a incredible Monday. Yeah. Oh, oh, I also want to say happy birthday to Marina because today will be Mar- today is Marina's birthday. So happy birthday to our bestie, our love, Queen Marine. Yes. She doesn't happy listen to this. To- oh, yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> I always I I like I kind of like wishing happy birthday to people that we actually know. And then I imagine that they finally start listening several months or even several years later and then they feel guilty. and then they never said thank you to us yeah like a bunch of rude a-holes yeah now they look like assholes (laughs) not jessica no jessica's listening but maureen you're on notice (laughs) happy birthday you asshole (laughs) you and your birthday no just kidding Patreon, we ain't got no shout outs, but thank you to Laura for joining us on our last live podcast. She was there for the first one and there for the last one. Eventually we'll do them again, but for now it's the last one. I know. Laura's always been with us. Ride or die. Love her. Love her. It's our girl. Let's do this. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. (laughs) You look relaxed. I want you to be scared. All right, we are getting into Season 2, Episode 18, The Final Shinsult. Air date! (laughs) March 15th, 1998. And on this date, what happened on this date? Um, User, so by the way, they graciously texted sent us a message on instagram it is instagram user 398aoppp6 ah rolls right off the tongue (laughs) and it's also got pp in it (laughs) so on this date for the final shinsult on march 15th 1998 tim maya brazilian musician dies at the age of 55 Tim Maya was a pioneer of the samba rock genre and considered one of the biggest icons of the of Brazilian music, also a socialist. Hey. All right. RIP Tim Maya. RIP. Thank you. Uh 6 8 PP. I'll just call 398AOPP6. Calling you peeps for short. Peep peeps. We're calling you peeps. Thank All you. right. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. <clears throat> the final shinsult. Peggy is filling in for Mrs. Dorland at uh, Arlen Middle School. Nope. <laughs> Did they put that on? No, I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was wrong. I don't know why. All right. <clears throat> Peggy is actually filling in for Mrs. Dorland at Tom Landry Middle School. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's having the students reenact the, a battle from America's past, one in which the Illinois Volunteer Infantry captured the artificial leg of Mexican General Antonio Lopez de Santa, Santa Ana in 1847. When the reenactment ends, Peggy explains that the general's prosthe- prosthetic leg, uh, which happens to be on display in an Illinois museum, uh, it's been there for over a century, it's about to be returned to Mexico by the United States government. 
The leg is currently on tour, and the Arlen Museum is going to be its last stop in the U.S. Uh, <clears throat> and Peggy <throat> makes that sick ass joke. <laughs> I know. I I know what she what did she say, Jackie. Uh, it, what, what's it? The Arlen Museum will be the last leg of the tour. Yes, say, or something like that. <laughs> yes, and Peggy's just like, oh, oh. Honey. <laughs> and she goes, oh, Peggy. <laughs> Okay. I love like she's always her own hype man. I love it. Oh my god! Everyone's sitting there just staring with their mouths open, but it is funny. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hank and the guys are drinking in the alley. They see this Cadillac just careening wildly out of control, headed their way. Everybody jumps out of the way except for Bill, who's just <laughs> you know stuck with fear. He can't move. Uh, and it turns out the person in the Cadillac that almost kills Bill and almost dents the cooler oh no just i know uh is none other than cotton hill hank's father hank asks cotton like what are you doing driving i thought that dd was your driver because clearly cotton cannot drive uh he's cotton informs hank that he and dd have split up for good and we get a flashback to some nice shitty behavior on cotton's part <laughs> laughing hysterically because uh Dee Dee can't knit him what a blanket or something for his, his feet knee feet and yeah. he wants what does he want her to knit like a blanket for his feet or socks or something yeah and you know she's like I can't I'm going to work and he laughs hysterically at the prospect of a woman going to work and she tells him you got to put your socks on and then I guess that just leads into an argument where Cotton says her ass isn't big enough anymore and she's just like, fuck out of here. Goodbye. Which she should have just stayed gone away from Cotton, but whatever, we'll get. Anyway, since Dee Dee was his chauffeur, Cotton's license has expired. He let it expire. Uh, and he needs to go get it reinstated, but he has to pass the eye exam to renew it. And clearly he can't see for beans. So <laughs> he's, <laughs> so he has memorized the eye chart, which I believe, which I've actually heard from people who have done that they memorize the eye chart elderly people who don't have good eyesight they'll memorize it and then they'll go do it and they'll get their license uh survival yeah Yeah. don't want to give up your freedom i get it yeah i i i mean this cotton is awful and shouldn't be driving but it really does kind of bring up the issue of accessible transportation for elderly people and there's some statistic that says that if you take someone's license an elder elderly person's license away then they're some percentage more likely to be dead within the next six months christ i mean they just can't they just have no way of getting around but then that also kind of ties into well why isn't there more public transportation available for these people right right and and, you know i mean i know when i was younger my pop-up my grandpa he was legally blind like he (laughs) could barely see he I think he was like 90% blind and he was still driving he was still driving around he could see when the lights turned red or green and he knew how to get from because they were living my grandparents were living with us at the time he knew how to get from our house to Publix which was basically the only place he went to get his uh giant box of Carlton 100 cigarettes uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> chain smoke those fucking long ass cigarettes <laughs> all day long anyway so he couldn't he technically 
should not have been driving. Like he had to sit an inch away from the TV just to see shapes moving. Uh, Also, he was practically deaf, so should not have been driving. But he did for a long time. And I would be in the car with him so many of those (laughs) times just being like, Papa, maybe I should drive. And I was 12. (laughs) Maybe I should drive. (laughs) Comparatively, I would have been a better driver. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, did he ever get into an accident? No, he certainly didn't. But eventually it got to the point where it was like, okay, he can't. We got, you know, you're living with us. We'll take care of you. Somebody will take you to the fucking store to get your 18 cartons of packet like of cigarettes so don't worry but uh i get it he didn't want to give up his freedom you know he was an older dude and i feel like it's probably you know demeaning you know Uh, when you it's such a weird thing to think about because by the time you get that old you've lived your entire life you've had a career you probably fought in many many world wars yes you uh had a family you were just in charge of everything in your life and then you get older and all of that slowly gets taken away from you little by little other people have to do everything for you and you just become a child and the last little bit of freedom and independence you have is being able to just leave your house when you want to Mm -hmm. and now you now you can't do it so it is and I mean it's terrifying to think of these people driving but it, maybe it's less terrifying for us because we're from florida so we're just used to it but so used to it <laughs> yeah. yeah well and even in this episode uh cotton hanks hanks talking to cotton he's like well you know you can't do this and you can't do that and he says you can't tell me what to do you're not my daddy i'm your daddy like you know it, that's what happens when people get older like their children start to treat their parents like children you know and it's it just kind of it's just got to be demeaning in a sense. Like I diapered your ass and you're going to treat me like a kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's messed up. Nobody oh. wants to be treated like a child, but then nobody wants to treat their parents like a child. That's, that's uh that can be very upsetting. Mm-hmm. It's if only there were better systems in place to yeah. take better care of. I know better care facilities. Elderly. I know. Yeah. God, oh. Like they do in what Norway and Japan. Yeah, like just create entire cities just for them, like entire yeah. like blocks that are just for them with like a grocery store within walking distance and somebody to gently guide them back home when they get lost. And Yeah, and you're treated with dignity and, and mm-hmm. revered for your wisdom mm-hmm. instead of, uh, you know, being treated like a little poopy baby. Yeah, that would be much better. All right. <clears throat> Back to the story. Where was I? Oh, so, sorry. Okay, here we uh, go. Nope, nope. Cotton I'm good. <laughs> almost killed Bill. <laughs> yes, he almost killed Bill. Anyway, so he ha- he tells Hank, I've memorized the eye chart. Don't worry about it. I'm going to get my license back. Oh, yeah. So Hank and Bobby go with Cotton to the DMV, and Hank stealthily has the uh, DMV person worker change out the eye exam chart so uh cotton can't just read it off from memory cotton fails because he can't see and he's furious about this we go back to the house they're back you know everybody's standing out drinking beers again outside the house and hank just i don't know why anyone tells dale anything that should be secretive or a secret just don't do that 
Anyway, so now Dale knows and immediately rats Hank out to Cotton. Especially when it comes to Cotton, because he's always just trying to be up Cotton's butt. Yeah, he is kissing Cotton's ass so hard in this episode. Just full brown lips the entire time. Mm -hmm. He is deep in there. Yeah. Cotton is told by Dale and in front of everyone that Hank had them switch out the chart and he's furious. And he's like, fuck you, I'm going over to Dale's. So, and Dale just starts calling Cotton daddy. Yeah. <laughs> We're just, just like, what's happening here? He's really, really trying to rub it into Hank. I mean, oh my yeah. God. Yes. Cotton's over at Dale's house now and Dale being the kiss ass that he is, he creates a <laughs> phony driver's license for the old man. <laughs> That's what was written. <laughs> But Cotton's efforts behind the wheel land him in trouble with the police. He just smashes into a a meter, um, and the police are like, well, I think he has dementia. Uh, so they go easy on him and have Hank come and get him, even though uh, Cotton sexually assaults this police officer. Yeah. They still they still let him go. And it turns out the license that Dale created for Cotton is made out of the a cereal box. <laughs> Yeah, he uses box. Yeah, he uses he uses that as like the backing for it. <laughs> Which I remember I was in high school and I made my friends fake IDs, but all you I did you just printed it out on photo paper and you could not take that out of the little window. Have I already told this story? I think I No, have. but I mean I, he's not going to listen to any of our episodes, yeah. but Will did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you just like print it out and you put it in the little window of the wallet, and you just flip open your wallet. <laughs> even, even though we were clearly children, and we're just like, hi, can I have a 20-pack of bush light? I'm old enough. <laughs> yeah, you you have a, what is clearly a 16-year-old going into a store and buying, like, three cases of natty ice. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. okay, sir. <laughs> I remember one time we did it. The first time I ever made a fake ID, it was my friend. It was two of our friends. And one of them, she had full braces on. She had braces on. And I I made the ID and I'm like, this looks great. And we're like, we got to make her look older. So we like do her makeup. And I'm not kidding. It was just full blue eyeshadow up to her eyebrows. We put her in a suit. <laughs> like, a, like a skirt suit with shoulder pads. <laughs> and we sent her in. And like, thank God, the clerk didn't even ask for her ID because when she came back out, we had seen friends that were there. They're like, you made her an ID? Oh, we want to see it. I'm like, yeah, here it is. And it turns out I completely forgot to change the birth date in one, like the biggest part, like on Florida IDs, it has the driver's license and right in the middle is your date of birth. <laughs> and I didn't know you had to change that. So it still said 88 and we were oh like my 14 God. years old. <laughs> But we got the beer because the clerk didn't give a shit. <laughs> uh, I was able to make uh, what I, my first year of college, I was able to make my own fake ID just because I went to school in New York. And at the time, the driver's license they gave out were, you know, laminated, but not as hard, shiny, plasticky. Mm-hmm. So I was able to just take a Crayola pencil and just change 
the year just like right I just wrote over it and it looked uncanny it was perfect that's amazing I know now they like I mean now all IDs are so shiny so plastic I think when you're what under 21 then they're long they're like hot dog instead of hamburger (laughs) yeah in Florida that's how they are I don't know how if that's how they are anywhere else other places but yeah yeah it's the smart way to do it Hank brings Cotton back to his house but uh, Cotton jumps out of the truck and goes to Dale's house and they both moon Hank which is <laughs> I'm seeing full Dale ass yes which beautiful loved it oh my god <laughs> I oh love that but we didn't see any ladybird no ladybird but... I damn good eye Amy I've been looking for it I completely missed it this time probably just didn't even like realize oh it's Dale ass you know yeah but oh, so good, so good. They both moon. <laughs> I love it. Like Dale has to pick Cotton up so he can like so his ass is on the window. Oh, so funny. <laughs> Hank is just like, all right, we gotta get, we gotta get Cotton out of our immediate vicinity. So he goes to Dee Dee's uh, work and tries to convince her to please take Cotton back or just reconcile something, get him the fuck out of my neighborhood. And Dee Dee, she's just like, she tells Hank, well, no, Cotton, he's, he loves a thick booty. And he told me that mine was too small. And he does a, she does like a reenactment of what happened. And, you know, he, he falls for Dee Dee after he catches a view of her big old donk. Oh, yeah, because it's a flashback to when they first meet at the hospital. She's, what, like a candy striper? Yeah, she's a candy striper, and her butt knocks over, like, a, a jar of, what are those, like, tongue depressors or something. And she bends over to pick him up, and he can see her ass, like, magnified through the jar. And he's just like, jeez! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a nice ass so For real i i love when she's telling that story too because she's just like <laughs> it was just like romeo and um juliet <laughs> and then she's like my butt's not too small right hank and just like flips over and like yeah. like take a look at it and he's like oh my god <laughs> hank is trying to like kind of placate cotton because cotton's just so out of his damn mind he he asks Cotton to chaperone Bobby on a museum trip. Uh, Cotton takes up the offer, and while they're there, he gets really pissed off during the museum tour because the because Santa Anna's leg is there, and he, they're talking about how they're going to give the leg back and everything. And he's saying we shouldn't be giving that back, you know, finders keepers, that kind of bullshit. Yeah, Hank kind of scolds cotton you know he's just like i'm not gonna tell you again to zip it you know scolds him like a child and this really pisses cotton off and i think just kind of sets into motion cotton and dale stealing the leg from the museum Ugh. they are such assholes they're such assholes the two of them together is a genuine like security uh american national security concern yeah seriously the FBI is having like a field day when they're together. They're like, fuck, they're together. <laughs> they take the leg and Cotton is has this idea that he's going to negotiate with, uh, I think with Mexico into giving him a valid driver's license in return <laughs> for the leg. He's just going to go there and be like, I have a priceless treasure of yours. Give me a license. <laughs> yeah. 
apparently the police show up and I assume it was Peggy who called in like an anonymous tip. Like I know where the leg is to get Cotton arrested. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how, I wonder how they knew. I wouldn't doubt it though. Yeah. Cause Hank, you know, Hank tells Peggy about it. He's like, I saw yeah. them taking the leg and I know Hank wouldn't call in the police on his dad. So I, it had to have been Peggy, Ugh. which <laughs> I love. <laughs> She's just, I just like, get the fuck out of my house and life. <laughs> But they drag Cotton away and they put him in the psych ward of the the VA, of the Veterans Hospital. Uh, A doctor informs Hank that if his father doesn't remain at the facility, uh, he's going to have to require around-the-clock supervision. Because Cotton is like, he seems like he's out of his mind crazy because he's saying all these weird things. But it's, you know, they're valid. But if you didn't know all these events that just happened, it sounds like he's just saying random crazy things. Out of context, they do sound insane. Although, didn't the doctor say that he tried to... He took something of the one of the doctors, of the psychiatrists, and like claimed it as like a war prize or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's not well. No. Like, there is something with his personality that prevents him from being able to function independently in the world. I mean, he without Didi, he can't function independently. No, he can't. Yeah, without Dee Dee, he can't he can't be a functioning adult. I like when they admit him and the doctors are saying he can't be alone, which I think is accurate. Uh, mm-hmm. They were just like he needs round the clock care, which mm-hmm. that's what Dee Dee did. And now right. without Dee Dee, Hank or Peggy will have to fill that role, which it was I mean, it, it was easy for them to maybe not fully acknowledge how <laughs> impaired he is <laughs> because Dee Dee was taking care of him. But I think he is I think he is impaired. <laughs> well, yeah. And, you know, I mean, they they had short stints of like being around him, you know, like he would come for short breaks or like short visits. But then then when his caretaker was Dale, it was just like, OK, let's feed into this like clear personality disorder and like paranoid thinking like the two of them together are just like a total tornado yeah it's gonna destroy everything that they come in contact with just fanning the fire yes yes for sure so hank you know he's he's kind of like well maybe he should be there because he's acting so crazy he's even more than usual but hank you know he he can't really one, he's like, we can't have him at our house, clearly. Like, that would, one, destroy their marriage. And, you know, he would probably end up killing someone. You know, Hank would, or Cotton would end up killing one of them in the family, maybe on accident, uh, maybe most likely on purpose. Or and Peggy would, would end up killing Cotton. Yeah, definitely. She would definitely poison him, for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's like, we can't have that. You know, I can't let him rot in the VA hospital because it's just depressing there. You know, it's it's just, again, you know, care facilities for the elderly or for people with, you know, who can't who can't function independently are generally not the best places to be. Not great care happening there. I mean, I suppose Uh, they could set up if they got him on the right medication and they had an in-home caregiver, possibly. But still, that's a, that's a lot. Cotton would not take medication. Oh, they'd have to crush it up in his applesauce. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he would have to not be made aware that he is taking medication. Yeah. Those two options are out. So Hank 
brings Dee Dee to the VA. He's like, this is all we've got. We got to put this woman back in an abusive relationship because because <laughs> we, we simply can't deal with him. <laughs> oh, my God. When you say it like that, holy oh. – She's right. good for him. She's good for him. Oh, they need to, they're meant for each other. They're meant for each other, please. Please she go back with this guy. so broken down and tired. <laughs> oh, my God. You're She's, right. like, You're right. so close to thriving and living a good life. And they're like, but maybe you guys should be together. <laughs> so they Hank brings Dee Dee to the VA and it kind of recreates the moment of when Dee Dee and Cotton first meet. Uh, he knocks has her knock over a jar. They puts on, I think it's the Anderson sisters, you know, puts on, like, this that old little old timey song that's playing and he looks like a little baby to her. He's like, she's like, Oh, look at you in your little gown. You look like a baby. (laughs) And (laughs) she knocks over the jar with her ass again and bends over and cotton's like, damn, sorry. I said it was too small, you know? And like, if anything, it's too big. I know. And she's like, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) He turns around and he's like, but I loves you. Or I likes you for you, you know, for who you are. So she takes him home. And takes them out of the hill's life for the time being. Yeah. Then we see the official ceremony of returning Santa Ana's leg back to the Mexican people. But one of their generals straps it on and it's like a symbolic gesture of him walking it back to the, you know, once it gets back to the Mexican flag, it's officially returned home. Before he does that, it just crumbles into pieces. And uh, we, Joseph, he's just like, wait a second. That's the fake leg that I made for the play that we were in. That's not his real leg. And then we cut to a DMV located in Mexico where Cotton is trading the leg for a valid driver's license. And then that's the episode. Yay! (laughs) Oh my god, what an asshole. So so offensive that they would return this leg, but it's okay. Because he needs a driver's license. I know. Fucker. You know, I feel like, Jackie, uh, I was like, you know, are we as bad as the people who say that they hate Peggy because we hate Cotton so much? But no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, he's you know, he's legitimately a bad person. He's abusive. Yeah. Uh, he is abusive. I mean, best case scenario, there's some kind of brain damage going on. It doesn't yeah. mean, which could explain his unacceptable behavior mm-hmm. but i mean his behavior is still unacceptable complete uh, lack of impulse control oh absolutely um yeah yeah god i the, there are so people people are just determined to hate peggy no matter what i of course <laughs> i just like saw another post on another facebook group of course where People, one person was like, I don't understand why everyone hates Peggy. I think she's pretty great. And then there were just 8,000 comments of people just being like, she's terrible and I hate her and here's why. And one person, I think the person who made the post was making the point that, you know, I love Dale, but he's done really crazy stuff too. Why don't people hate him? Mm -hmm. And one person made the point that, well, Dale is, you know, a loyal friend and and this and that and Peggy is like manipulative and she's like manipulated Bill and 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 you know she's done this and that and so she's worse and I you know never respond to these there's no like no one on the internet wants to have a discussion but I was like hey I love Dale but he has 
literally left people for dead or he even, has, like attempted to kill people. He has advocated for Bill to kill himself so many times. Yeah. And so, and I was like, so, I mean, I like, I like Dale, but if we're keeping score, technically Dale's worse. And then this person responded with, well, Dale's just a better character. Like without him, the show would be terrible, but without Peggy, nobody would care. So it was just, I feel like that's just Uh. like the type of people that hate Peggy are just determined to hate her. They'll come up with every reason, but really the reasons don't matter. They're just determined to hate her. Which, again, we we will admit that Peggy can be difficult or, like, yeah. frustrating sometimes, but but I don't think it's on the same level. I don't think she... You want to talk about manipulative. I mean, Cotton has been so horribly abusive to Hank, Tilly, Dee Dee, just to everyone in his life. But then you see him, when once he's stuck in the VA, how manipulative... Mm he is mm-hmm. when he's trying to convince Hank to get him out of the hospital and I forget exactly what he says but he's just really laying it on thick and just you know you're not going to leave me here you know I, I, I'll I'm sorry if I if I do this or if I do that can you please forgive me and it's just like this is so manipulative so first yeah first he says um you know if I tell you where the leg is will you take me out of here he t- tells them where the fake leg is. So he's still manipulating the situation and manipulating people where he's not even telling them where the real Santa Ana's leg is because he still wants to use it in order to uh, barter or blackmail or whatever the Mexican government into giving him a license. So he's lying the whole way through. Like his remorse is not sincere whatsoever. Yeah. So he just yeah. he just sucks. I wrote that. I was like, God, I holy shit, I hate cotton. I wrote that down. I wrote it down when he was smashing the plates in anger. I was yeah. like, that is such an abusive way to like it's it ins- it's instilling fear into your family and that's an act of abuse. Yeah. You're you're you have a problem with your wife having uh probably a part-time job working at a makeup counter. That's controlling that's abuse talking about her body saying it's not good enough that's abuse yeah I mean I was I was struck by that line at the end when he was you know they were getting back together and he was saying your butt you know your butt's not small at all maybe it's too big but you know I I love you for who you are Mm -hmm. that struck me because that's just it was nice to see a genuine moment from him uh we are thirsty as fuck for it (laughs) <laughs> but it was just very out of character for him. Well, it's it's a typical play in the abuser's handbook. Be an asshole, say shitty things, do shitty things, and then when you, you know, have a inkling of remorse or not even really remorse just to, to get your way, apologize or say, you know, be kind for a little bit and then you go back into the pattern of being abusive. Yeah. Which is what happens with Cotton and Dee Dee over and over again. Yeah. So I don't know. I, uh, Cotton definitely serves his purpose. And yeah. it, I, I think, <laughs> I think it's understandable that we would have some major issues with him. Right. All right. Anywho. So <laughs> that's actually, I mean, I'm glad we had that conversation because I was thinking, can I talk about how much I hate Cotton? Because, you know, it, it, it feels a little bit, um, what's the word? 
not hypocritical. Well, that's what I was feeling. I was feeling hypocritical to be like, oh my god, Cotton is the fucking worst. I hate him. And then to be like, people who hate Peggy are, you know, they're full of shit, blah, blah, blah. Which I don't really feel that way. It's just more like, I get really sick of the Peggy hate for someone who, who there's clearly another character that really deserves that hate, which is Cotton, you know, yeah. who is a, a, objectively a bad person. Or or maybe you don't hate Cotton. Maybe you like Cotton, but it just goes back to that argument of all all the reasons you say Peggy is a bad person, those qualities are also in other characters sometimes to a greater degree mm-hmm. but you don't have a problem with with it when it's other characters so male other male characters yeah so 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 all right anyway <laughs> besides that do you have any favorite quotes or or anything from this episode yes i i wrote down a few things um one of the quotes i wrote down when Hank goes to visit Dee Dee while she's at work to try and convince her to take Cotton back. And after that whole exchange where she shows him her butt and he gets a little uncomfortable, then he turns to leave and Peggy walks up in a dress she was trying on and she's just like, look, Hank, Isotoner makes sundresses now. And she just walks <laughs> in. <laughs> It's like this, it's almost like the burlap sack of dresses. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's so perfect for Peggy. Like if only, if only it, it makes me think, look, Hank, easy spirit makes dresses now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or look, Hank, Crocs makes dresses now. <laughs> it's so perfect for Peggy. Yes, that's um, exactly what it is. And I like also another Peggy quote when Cotton is admitted into the hospital and they're hearing from the doctor that, you know, all of the shit he's doing and Hank's like talking to the doctor. He's like, what are you going to do with him? And Peggy's like, just keep him here forever. And she has a big (laughs) smile on her face. (laughs) I wrote that one down too. I loved it. Peggy's hopeful. Like, just keep him here forever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I wrote that one down too. I know like of the few quotes I wrote down, like three of them are from Peggy. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. And um, I also love when Dale and Cotton are hiding Santa Ana's leg in Dale's closet and they have like a little shrine to it with little candles but then on the top shelf of his closet is just a pile of Dale hats yeah he has a ton of backup hats <laughs> no one's seeing that chrome dome no <laughs> um and then uh the only other note I made was when Cotton moves in with Dale it just occurred to me of all the people, I'm surprised that, because Cotton's pretty astute, I'm surprised that Cotton hasn't at some point straight up told Dale, your wife is cheating on you and this is not your son. I I wonder if it's because Dale kisses his ass so much and is generally willing to do whatever Cotton wants that if he, maybe Cotton is aware that like, if I tell Dale this, like, I'm gonna, I don't think Dale would even 
He wouldn't even agree. He like he would be in that. He's in such denial that he wouldn't even hear it. He'd be like, how fucking dare you say that to me? Get out of my house kind of thing. Like he wouldn't be like, oh, my God, you're right. I think that Dale would just be like, you know, kind of like kill the messenger type thing. Like he's not going to believe it until he like sees it with his own eyes, which I'm sure he has, but he's just not processing it. But I feel like, you know, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, Cotton is so manipulative, he could use that information, but he's, like, holding on to it for a good moment. Like, maybe if he ever needs to, like, fuck Dale up or something. Yeah, and also, what you said also made me think that Cotton is, Cotton always has Dale there to use and manipulate when he needs him to, when he needs to use or manipulate someone and Dale is always more than willing to be manipulated and used by Cotton but Dale probably would be much more useless if he didn't have the stability that Nancy provides for him oh yeah would he even have a home yeah I I imagine Dale would live under a bridge if he didn't have Nancy would he ha- like have the capacity to do Cotton's bidding if he, I mean, he would probably become very unstable then and just be totally useless to, so he probably needs Dale to have Nancy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody needs Dale to have Nancy. That's why no one's <laughs> telling him that she's cheating on him. They're all just like, oh, he's better with Nancy. That's true, <laughs> kind yeah. of like cotton and dd Dee Dee, like oh let's just not they oh need God. to be together they need to be together for these two cr- incredibly unstable men um but piggybacking off of that i wrote down i just i like how nancy just she just lets dale do whatever he wants because she can so easily carry on her very very obvious affair with dale preoccupied doing whatever the fuck crazy thing he wants to do oh yeah and yeah. and also probably a little guilt just being like, well, I guess he can make a fake ID for an old guy. I'm I'm fucking I, his son isn't his, you know, his son is not biologically his. So yeah. it it keeps him busy. Yep. Keeps him busy and out of my hair. Yeah. <laughs> out of my hair. <laughs> Her big, big hair. <laughs> Full of secrets. <laughs> well, what about you? Any other quotes? Moments? I mean, yeah, you pretty much got all of mine, except there is one where a great Luann moment where she comes running in to uh, talk. She, she says like, <laughs> Aunt Peg, Uncle Hank, there's a Santa Claus exhibit at the museum and someone stole his leg. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and then they just that. look at her like, oh, for, the, for God's sake, Luann. I love that. That like took me a second because it's just, she's, she's not a, a major player in this episode at all, but she just kind of runs in and drops that little Santa Claus line. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love it. Um, and I did like at the very end of the episode where they, you know, do a little PSA. They're like, this is based off of the true story of Santa Anna's leg. And that, you know, the creators of King of Hill, King of the Hill were advocating for the leg to be returned to Mexico. They are like, yeah, we, we should return this. We should not keep this you know, as a fuck you kind of thing. Yeah. And that was pretty much it because you got, you know, you got a bunch. Oh, and I did write down where it said, uh, Dale says to Hank, so you switched the eye chart. That was a good plan. If you silenced the clerk, I was like, he should have silenced Dale. Should have just 
put duct tape on that idiot's mouth. Seriously. He instantly rats him out, just as soon as he possibly can. (laughs) Yeah, just right in front of Hank, too. It's a very much a a playground pointing at the person and like while you're telling the teacher while they're staring right at you like, (laughs) he did this. (laughs) Exactly. Listener comments? Yes. Do we have a song? Note. No songs. All right, everyone. (laughs) <laughs> get us some fucking songs okay <laughs> okay uh, you gotta stay at home you're all at home get you're our songs all... give us some songs <laughs> all you gotta do is sing a song that's all you gotta do let's get just record it <laughs> uh, um jk but if you do want to send us a song hello at hoyapod.com i just yes. love hearing people's voices i love it i love it i love mm-hmm. it i love um, it all right, do I have a song that I was making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go to live listener comments. Bum, 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 bum. And you're listening to Ho oh Yeah. You want to be where you can see The comments are all the same You want to go to listen to Ho Yeah Please cut out that ant one, I hate it No, I love it Fine, I'll cut it out, but I'm posting it somewhere anyway Awesome. Oh, very well done. I love cheers. I yes. Love that. So good. <laughs> God, that's another one. They don't make uh, intro songs like they used to. They sure don't. They would just record a full length song with like a guitar solo in the middle of it. The production was incredible. And now that it just don't do it anymore. Do, do we even have opening opening credits? I feel like if it's anything, it's just like a quick shot of the title of the show with like, beep, 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 and then that's well, it. And, and also like with Netflix, you just skip intro immediately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what's the point? All right. Listen to comments. All right. So uh, again, we did not do this in enough time. I completely forgot. Jackie at least remembered. I know. Um, I remembered this morning. Melissa.Manon. I laugh literally every time Cotton says, Santa Annie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But okay. Scally guy underscore VA. This is one that I actually forgot to say because I did write this down as a quote that I love. But it's, hear that, Hank? Daddy's staying with me. (laughs) (laughs) Still such an asshole. Oh, 80s horrorthon also noticed Dale's closet is filled with orange Mac hats. Awesome. Did I? Gracie, no. Cling peaches and heavy syrup. <laughs> <laughs> when he sees Dee Dee's bottom for the first time. Well, Thunder Muffin and DXR underscore 30 both noticed, uh, made note that Cotton's fake ID was made from a cereal box. Um, DXR underscore 30 noted that it was a Cheerios box and Thunder Muffin referenced the part where uh, the officer looked at the license and said his 
Uh, it says here his name is General Mills. <laughs> oh, I love that. Drusifer 2A says, Daddy is taking me putt-putting. Love <laughs> <laughs> Hank's like, stop calling him Daddy! <laughs> Some tribe, a uh, quote by Clark Peters, what's the Habtavirus? <laughs> Which, I didn't know what that was either, so I just googled it, but I guess it is a real virus? Well, I love Peggy. She's like, you usually get it from rat droppings. And then she That's just right. go, she just blows past that. Like, how the fuck did this teacher get a virus from rat droppings? Yeah. <laughs> no explanation. Ron Schaefer and um, Thunder Muffin, shall we retire to the leg room, Colonel? <laughs> <laughs> Bender's Redemption. My favorite moment is Cotton and Dale Mooning Hank. It is a classic moment. It's so good. It's so good. Don't call me Caitlin. Says, get your knitting sticks! <laughs> uh, last one by Becca Thunderdome. A couple quotes by Dooley when he says, attack and I stole your leg. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Great listener comments, everyone. I know. We appreciate it. I wish I remembered to post this a little earlier because... Uh, I know. I totally forgot. I know. We're human, okay? Yeah. Time is weird. Time doesn't it exist, is. yet it only no. exists. It's the only thing that exists right now. <laughs> and it just keeps going. It keeps <laughs> going, but nothing changes, but everything changes. Uh-oh, I need to start tapping things. Tapping, tapping, tapping. <laughs> <laughs> tapping, tapping, tapping. <laughs> Uh-oh. Jackie, down. stay with me, Jackie. Actually, that's probably the worst thing you could do is tap a bunch of objects and then tap your face and then tap Ew. other objects. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't do that. Just put your fingers in somebody else's mouth immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I need to reorient myself. Open up. <laughs> up their nose. <laughs> yeah. I know. I told someone, I was like, I'm going to touch everybody's holes as soon as this is over. Oh, it's going to be so weird. <laughs> I know. Oh, I just want to, I do want a hug. I really miss a hug. I, so I am sad. <laughs> I've always been one of those people that loves to stay home. I get stressed out if I run into anyone. I get stressed out by crowded bars. I get stressed out by hugs. Unless it's someone I'm very close to, I'm just like, mm -hmm. well, I guess I have to do this, but I don't want to. But yeah, I'm getting to that point now where I'm like, it's going to be weird and kind of sweet when we bring it in. Hug get in that. these arms. You. Get in here, you net. Just beer hugs <laughs> everywhere. I know. <laughs> just hugging my mailman, the checkout lady, like, thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you. Uh, you know, I love hugs. I do. And I I'm one of those people I like I touch I touch a lot. It's so great. I'm one of I'm one of those people. Um I don't like hugging random people. I mean, I guess I well, I guess I don't give a shit. I'll touch anyone. Uh generally I'll hug, you know, most people. Uh but I also have, like, really enjoy being home all the time. So I'm, you know, I'm kind of torn between the two. Sometimes I'm like, I could really use just, like, looking at someone in person right now. But also I don't mind being home literally all the time. It's weird to think about. When when will it happen? What's going to mm -hmm. be different? Yeah, so that's the episode. Any last thoughts, Jackie, or no? Uh, Well, one of the things that I was thinking of was trivia 
Oh fuck! Oh my god! A doy! Oh! Silly, silly me. I've got a couple. How about you? Yeah, I've got a couple. Alright. Let's do this. Alright. Uh, do you want to go first? or? No, no, you. Please. Okay. Amy. Yes. What year did Bill not wear shoes? <laughs> That's the first one I asked for you! <laughs> 1976! <laughs> Oh, we're becoming too alike. <laughs> uh, I got so scared. I was like, oh shit, this episode's full of dates and cities and places. Like, uh, all right. Uh, and my second question is where did Dee Dee and Cotton first meet? The VA hospital. Uh, may I please have the full name? <laughs> The Dallas no, VA fine. Hospital. No, that's fine. I wrote down the full name Veterans Administration Hospital. Go <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Oh, we will not accept abbreviations. <laughs> VA can right. stand for anything. Vagina, anus, uh, barrier, ticklet, uh, Vin Diesel, uh, asparagus. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Are are those all your trivias? That's it. All right. So you already took one of mine. Uh, so I have two more. Uh, who was the president in 1998 that Cotton calls a draft dodger? <laughs> Clinton? Yeah. That guy sucks. That guy sucks. Yeah. Bill Clinton sucks. <laughs> all right. I got one more. <clears throat> While Hank and Peggy are at the VA hospital checking in on Cotton, Hank says to Peggy, look, Peggy, board games. What three games does he then list? Shoots and ladders. Mm -hmm. Checkers. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, and Mahjong. <laughs> <laughs> no, dominoes, but damn, you got two out of three. <laughs> oh, that was good. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right well done well done to you I, yeah i guess <laughs> awesome thanks for reminding me of trivia i totally of forgot course. uh do you by chance know what the next episode is yes it is leanne's saga luann's mama oh shit this is a it's a great episode i am so there's gonna be so much to talk about yeah it's gonna be a long one it's gonna be very long <laughs> but i am excited this is gonna yeah. be great yeah all right jack um to, no no uh uh guest stars right no i didn't see any no i didn't okay <laughs> no i didn't either as if i fucking looked i did not <laughs> I just rely on you for it. Just so you know, that's now your job. <laughs> well, if you missed it, please let us know. But I, I, didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't, nothing popped out to me. Nope. All right. Let's end this. All right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, everyone stay safe. Wash your hands. Rate, review, subscribe. Join us over on Facebook. Send us your listener comment songs. Okay. <laughs> Do hello at hoyapod.com. 
All right. That is that is officially the episode. Uh, Jackie and I were just discussing some really exciting things that we are going to look into. So keep your ears peeled. <laughs> keep your ears pure. <laughs> uh, for future info on that stuff. But until then, until next time, and a one, and a two, and a one, two, three. Via Condios! La 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 la